All right, we're back. We're back. It's the finale. <gasps> it's very exciting. I can't believe we've run through this season so quickly. I mean, to be fair, we have been doing two episodes a week. True. Yeah. Very true. Which I don't know if I love or love it or not. Like, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I like the pace. Yeah. We've also toyed around with the idea of doing one recap episode and one, like, week recap episode. <laughs> like, just because we like talking and we're really good at talking. <laughs> the amazing recap of our week. Yeah. Our personal lives. <laughs> our personal lives. Yeah. Um, can't get too personal, but... Can't get too personal. However, I think it'd be fun. That would be very fun. Um, we could also talk for hours and hours and hours, though. Yeah. How do you stop talking? I've never done that. No. Not in my entire no, life. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway... Something we're toying around with this. I don't know. Either way, we have zoomed through this this season. Yeah. It's been a good season, though. Like, this has been a very interesting it's season. Been a, yeah. It's something that I like is when shows, like, take the same format but add, like, a gimmick to it. You're laughing. What are you laughing about? <laughs> I can't stop thinking about... You don't know the epic highs and lows of Oh, my God. <laughs> Riverdale. Yeah. That's how I feel... <laughs> vibe of this season like you don't know the epic highs and lows of the amazing race that's why i feel being a young person describing our podcast to anybody yes i'm always like do you watch the amazing race and like i mean i know what it is but i've never seen it before i'm like you don't understand it shocks me the amount of people that are just like no yeah like hello "Ah." (laughs) i was like how do you not it's like the ratings on the show are insane like i don't get it yeah but not for our age group (laughs) no 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 no, and we see that through the statistics of who listens. Yeah, yeah, we definitely like, do. We have a demographic. <laughs> Maybe that demographic would not be so interested in two people in their early 20s personalized. Mm. Well, maybe they would. We're fun. Well, here's the thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we might. Um, yeah. So, it's a very niche show for our generation, I guess, but who cares? So, season 12, well, not season 12. Season. Episode 12 of season 29. Very exciting. Yeah, the end of the first and only Stranger season. So far. So far. So far. So We love a gimmick. Uh, just in looking at the wiki, I did not realize this, but I guess it makes sense. And I think they do this every season, where the leg, like the penultimate leg and the final leg, there's no rest. Like no, between the two. They just go. Yeah, so since the previous leg was a no rest leg... Teams immediately depart from the pit stop to continue racing. The teams fly to Chicago. Yeah, our top three teams. Yeah, top three. Yes. Uh, Brick and Scott. With, now they have one, like one. Yes. Uh, team Lolo, still at zero. And Team Tara and Joey, Team Mom and Dad, uh, they have three wins. Oof. Three in a row. They had that a good was crazy. That was like that's like hung and chi numbers. That is like hung and chi numbers. <laughs> that was very good. So right at the top of the episode too, we get like a little season recap for the three teams, and we start with uh, Scott and Phil, and like Scott and Phil, Scott and Brooke, Jesus, Scott and Brooke. And then Phil does his little like blur about each team, and he says, Scott overcame his fear of heights, and Brooke overcame everything. <laughs> That was really good. Phil is like king of sass. Like, oh, he's yeah. He's good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tara and Joey's edit is like, they've done well the whole season. Like, they're very much the front runners right now. And they're fighting for their families. Yes. They, team mom and dad, they both have families. They're fighting for each other. They're fighting for each other's families. Blah, 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 blah. Like, they, they, they get the, the front runner edit. And then Team Lolo, Logan and London get the underdog edit. They haven't won anything. They've been middle of the pack. Like, not causing a lot of controversy. Like, they're... They're having a good time. 
True. And they made it to the top three. They did put into their edit this thing. Like, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet. Or maybe I haven't even told you. But do you ever get, like, sound bites, like, stuck in your head? Like. Can't say that I do. I do that all the time. So. This is, like, a quote from Drag Race. (laughs) (laughs) True, true, true. Um, But this season, it was, like, honestly, like, one of the first or second episodes, I think. Uh, It's where London goes, damn it, damn it, damn it. Like, and it's just like... Oh, is it when they have to switch U-turns? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I or think it's like they, detours. they switch detours and then they switch back, I think is what yeah. happens. And I don't know what it is, but her, like, the way she says that, I think I did a very good impression. I can't tell what her accent is. Neither can I. But like, she like, has an accent. I can't tell where it's from. She does. And it's like that, I've had that stuck in my head the entire time we've been watching this season. That's Because like, they do cut back to that a lot. Like, yeah. when they discuss, like, their team, it's like, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> So like Morgan said, if we're flying to Chicago. First class. First, oh yeah, that's that's the running theme for the final three teams. Um, Do you think Matt and Redmond are on the same flight? <laughs> yes. I what think a great it's... question. I don't think so. <laughs> they Can you imagine if they're be... on the same flight but not in first class? <laughs> Business class. They're in, they're in coach. He checks his leg. <laughs> I think they have to be on the same flight. How many flights from South Korea to Chicago are there in a day? And they have to be there at the same time. There's no rest. Like, they're definitely on the same flight. <laughs> that's iconic. Cause that's true. <laughs> that's hilarious. Either way. Can you imagine, like, just being in the back of the plane watching the cameras, like, on these three teams, like, watching from afar? Ridiculous. That's hilarious. <laughs> so once they land in, the Chica- in Chicago, uh, their first clue takes them to the Chicagoland Speedway, which... I did not know that there was a big racetrack in Chicago. I don't know how you didn't know that. That's, like, very First big. of all, I don't care about race cars. Uh, first of all, NASCAR family. Well, DeFarm. <laughs> DeFarm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care about racing. Also, Chicago snows half the year. Yeah, but NASCAR season is over the summer. See? I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> well, Either they way. can't be icy if there's That's racing. what I'm saying. So, summer Icy spicy for, for you, I'm too pricey. <laughs> Either way. Isn't she also from Chicago? Yeah. Denali. We're talking yeah. about Denali from Drag Race. Yeah. Chicago via Alaska. Yes. Um, so what they have to do is, this is not like a detour roadblock. Since it's the finale, there are no like, you do this, you do that thing. So they're working together on this challenge. Um, what they're trying to do is change a tire in less than 40 seconds, and then complete a lap of the racetrack in less than 48 seconds. No, 40 seconds. Oh, the tire was 48 uh, 40, seconds. No, the tire is 40 seconds, the race is 48. You're right, my bad. Never doubt me. Always. <laughs> um, so, once again, carry over from last episode. Brooke is still in a really good mood. She's ready to tackle this. She's on it today. Like, yeah. she... And, oh, they do the thing that's my favorite strategy of all the teams. Scott and Brooke check their bags at the airport. Uh, yes, we should talk about this. Because they are not going anywhere else after this. Right. Like, so this can, is the end. You so, just have to take your fanny pack. Yeah. Which I feel like is not, like, a huge game move. But it just probably just nice. 
No, it is a huge game move because, like, they didn't used to do that. Like, other racers, like, in past seasons, they would carry their bags the whole time. And it's, like, this is when you want to be your lightest. Mm. And, like, really, the bags, you don't have to have bags on the race. That's true. Like, they have had punishments before. Take where people, all their stuff. Where people have sold their stuff to get money. Like, ah, what season is that? I forget. There's a season where a team loses all of their money for the race and you have to have that it's like whatever so they sell their bag to fill for like to replenish the money that they lost yeah and so then they just run around in dirty clothes for like sometimes shorts sometimes shorts (laughs) in the winter time yeah anyway um so yeah i guess it's a very good smart move to do they don't have their bags they just have their passports fanny packs all that all that jazz um so way this is split up is brooke is going to change the tire scott drives um Tire thing scared me. The little, like, drill thing that takes the tire stuff off. Yeah. Freaked me out. I don't like it. Yeah. The, I don't know what you call it. Not a torque wrench. The, I don't know. Is that it? I think. No, torque wrench is not. I don't think it's powered. It does that good noise. The bzzz, bzzz. Yeah. <laughs> bzzz, bzzz. So, yeah. Brooke does that. Scott's going to drive. Tara's going to drive. Joey does the tire. Um, Logan drives. And London does the tire. Um. I mean, They're all pretty neck and neck at this point. They, yeah. I think Tara and Joey catch up to Brooke and Scott a little bit. Brooke and Scott get to the speedway first. Um, and then Logan and London are kind of far behind, but not by much. Yeah, London and Logan, I don't know what happened here. Like, they kind of, like, misstepped at one point, and then they Could were just, like... Could have been a taxi thing they didn't show. True. Ugh, taxi cabs are really, like, yeah. make or break. And I wrote down a quote from Logan this episode, which Ooh. when I was writing it down, I was like, is this the first quote that I have from Logan all season long? But once he decides, they decide that he's going to drive, he says, I've always wanted to go fast. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just like, zoom. Zoom, <laughs> like, zoom, zoom. He says, I wanted to zoom. <laughs> like, what, a, what a fun. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things. I mean, we, the Amazing Race and racetracks, they really... <laughs> They really use them strategically. If you know, you know. Yeah. We've (laughs) talked about it, but yeah, if you know, you know. Uh, Was this also Chicago? No, it was Indy. I think it was like Indianapolis. It was like the speedway, yeah. Yeah. Um, And Brooke is starting to get a little frustrated with the tire. Not not like normal frustrated, but just like, ah, I'm going to get... No, she does scream. She does cry a little bit. She does scream and cry. Which, same. It looked scary. I didn't like it. I would be freaked out too. I mean, it's just a power tool. Uh, do I look? <laughs> do no. I look like I can use a power tool? No. You can master a dual monitor at your office job, but not a not a power tool. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, who hung up your curtains the other night? Um, your ex roommate Krista. Shout out to Krista. She deserves a shout out. She's great. Yeah, hung, hung up, up your up power curtains. curtains with a drill. With a drill. Wow. Wow. Exciting stuff. Pretty good. Um, so Scott's trying to comfort her a little bit, and the way that Scott comforts her is by saying, "You can do it. You've done the ladle." Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, like, if you remember, back to, like, episode three. The worst. When Brooke has the meltdown of the season doing this ladle. Um, if she did this ladle, she can do anything. True. That's their, their the reasoning ladle, there. The ladle was rough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brooke, it takes her a few tries to get this tire down. And then once Sky is allowed to start driving, I think it takes him two or three tries to get under the time limit. Something like that. Yeah. Um, he does pretty good. So, <laughs> the funny thing about this challenge is once you get the correct, like, time, you drive into Victory Road, and, like, the bottle girls with, like, the 
boobs out in the short shorts. They like pop the champagne on you and the confetti goes off when you like finish your lap. It's like this isn't the win. Like you're not winning. I just thought that's why I thought it was funny. It's because like they finish one challenge and they go to victory victory lane for their little champagne moment and it was funny. It was cute. Yeah. So Brooke and Scott are the first to get the next clue, um, which is to go to the Monroe train station for their next clue. And the clue is held by a worker, not like a clue box. Yes. So this is one of those where it's like it's easy. You can get the idiot edit real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but he does have a hat on that has a racing stripe. Like, it's very obvious. Yeah, but yeah. I think... Um, I wouldn't be looking for that. No, and I think even right away, Scott says, you know, it might not be a box. Like, yep. it could be, like, just yep, a person. Yep, yep. So it's an underground train station. Um, yeah, they find their guy, get the clue, and then we cut back to Tara and Joey finishing um, the driving. Tara does it two or three times also, mm-hmm. just to get the time. And then Team Lolo is not far behind them. So at one point, they're all at this train station working on the next clue together. Yes. Not together, but at the same time. Um, So the next clue with the worker at the station is to solve three riddles about three different landmarks in the Chicago, like, downtown area. Um, Which, there's a very funny part of this, is you can't use a cell phone, but, like, if, like, you can't have a cell phone, but you can borrow someone's. And so, Brooke and Scott borrow some poor lady's phone. And they cut to, like, them using her phone. And she's sitting right there just, like, looking off in the distance, like, bored. Like, she's not helping them at all. She just let them use their phone. Like, yeah. she seemed, like, kind of scared of them. <laughs> it was funny. Well, it's just weird. I just, like, I think there's a lot of things that are getting kind of phased out. Like, and you could kind of see it in this season and in the last season. Like, taxi drivers want the actual address because they all use, oh, like, their yeah. phones for, like, navigation. Because they don't know landmarks anymore. Right, exactly. And it's, like, there's a lot of things in the world. And, like, taxis themselves are just getting phased oh, out yeah. in a lot yeah, of places. Uber's, Uber service. Yeah, so Lyft. it's, like, hard to tell, like, what's going to happen with the Amazing Race. That's now very that, interesting. Like, it's hard to tell. Because, I mean, like, big cities like that, obviously, that's where the race goes. The race goes to big cities. Yeah, and also, like, foreign countries don't have Uber as much as the U.S. does. Right, and I think, really, you can see it in these last legs, like, what happens. Like, what, like, the big changes are, especially, like, American, like, culture and, like, what's happening there. Like, you can really tell, like, the difference. Like, when you see these last legs and they're in America, like, things are getting phased out. And also, people are just, like, very confused. Like, still, which is funny to me, because I feel like if I... I noticed this this episode, actually. It's, like, the fanny pack that they have says The Amazing Race. And both of their hats both said The Amazing Race, too. Brooke and Scott both had hats on. Right, and we've talked about this before because they'll say in taxis a lot, they'll say, we're racing for a million dollars. We're on yeah. a big race for a million dollars. But usually they don't say the name of the show. They, they never say it. They can't. It's which against is, the contract. Right. So they can't say the name of the show, but all of their stuff says it. Like Yeah. So, like, how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, so they're all down in this train station working on the three riddles. So the three riddles are all describing a famous landmark in the city. And they're all pretty close together so they can they can walk to each one or run or whatever. Um, so Brooke and Scott, I think, start on this, like, running first. And Brooke is starting to slow down a little bit. And Scott's like, what are you doing? Like, it's for a million this dollars. This is it. He keeps repeating one million, one million, one million. And Brooke is like, that's not helping. It's not helping. And Scott goes, that's not motivating you? Like, how does that not motivate you? A million dollars. 
And she starts to freak out a little bit because she's tired. Right. And I think she says that in this episode. She's like, that doesn't motivate me. That makes me feel like I'm letting you down. Yeah. Like, which I totally get what she's saying there. But also... But also, it's a million dollars. A million dollars. Oh, half a million dollars before taxes. A half a million dollars before <laughs> taxes. Because you have to split it and then also taxes. Taxes. Ugh. Either way... Um, we get a lot of edit of Brooke and Scott running around trying to find the landmarks. And at one point, Scott was, like, sick of it. Like, he was like, I will carry you. Get on my back. And she wouldn't. She was like, I don't she want to feel like do an invalid. It. Yeah, which is a fair point. But, True. I don't know. And there was <laughs> something funny. It was like, Brooke was like, you can't you can't run the same pace with 100 pounds on your back. And he, Scott says, I crossfit with 100 pounds on my back. I was like, what a bougie thing to say. <laughs> this was peak CrossFit era. Oh, too. yeah. Like, yeah, peak. yeah. Yeah, so at some point, like, this crossover where all the teams are working on this, like, landmark challenge at the same time. And at one point, Tara and Joey go to the go to a wrong building. Yeah, they go to a cathedral instead of what they're looking for, which is the Chicago Water Tower. Yeah. Um, so the three, there's three places they have to go. They have yes, to go to Chicago. let's describe them. Okay, so the Chicago Water Tower, and the riddle says something about, like, look... Uh, 154 feet up and no higher with yeah. the gothic spire. Yeah. Big brain. You got that. <laughs> Don't know why that one stuck in my head. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what the rest of them were. The Buckingham Fountain. It's something about like a wedding cake. Yeah. So the fountain is like tiered like a, like a cake topper. Yeah. And it's right by the bean, but they didn't really show the bean. No, they didn't flick the bean either. No, no flicking the bean. I always flick the bean when I go to Chicago. Love that. <laughs> and then they go to the Wabash, Wabash Avenue Bridge, uh-huh. which is like. Um, what are those called? The bridges that lift up. A lift bridge? No, there's like a word for it that's different than that, right? Like the one that like from the middle on both sides? Yeah. Yeah, like a lift bridge. I feel like they called it something else in this episode. I can't remember. Whatever. Mm. Not the point. But <laughs> they have to go and they have to get these postcards that spell out where they need to go. Yes. And I will say the... It wasn't like just a grab a postcard. There was like a person at each landmark giving out the postcards. And some of them were not like very clearly marked. Yeah, so there was one, I think it was at the uh, water tower. It was, like, two people sitting outside of it playing chess. That seemed like the most apparent one to me. Like, with red, like, a red hat and a yellow shirt. But and also then, the, checker, the chessboard had the flag outlined. Right, but I mean, the um, the bridge one was easy because you just had to go to the operator. And it said specifically to go to the operator. Yeah, but he wasn't, like, super, like, decked out in, like, race stuff. Oh, so I, I would be afraid of, like, asking a, asking a stranger for something that Did they might not. Do you have a postcard for me? What yeah, was the other one? Yeah, and he's one? like, what? Was it was the around... bicyclist. Oh, those are the worst. Moving. Yeah, but also the bicyclist had, like, red and yellow on, but it wasn't, like, the exact same, like, red and yellow colors. And I couldn't see a flag anywhere, like, on the bike at all. Yeah, well, and that's scary. But I think, like, maybe... Maybe these teams are just a little bit more inept to, like, look for red and green... Or red and yellow. Maybe. But, like, also, we've seen this with the bikes. Like, the biking... Didn't that happen this season? Yes, like, episode two. <laughs> Shamir and Sarah... Trick or Sarah, um, is Jesse and Francesca. Yes. R.I.P. We like them a lot. Oh yes, we do. Um, oh, we see them this episode. We do push them in the wrong direction of where the bicycler was. Yeah. Either way, a moving clue. Yeah. Like not great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So the thing about Tara and Joey being lost in a building is they didn't spend a bunch of time on it, but Joey says we're not leaving, kind of thing. Where he's like, I'm. I know it's here. Right. Well, and it's funny because Tara definitely she does the smart thing is she goes over to this board of like the historical information yeah. of the church, and she's like, the church is only like 180 
feet tall. This is 148. Or 148. She's like, this is not correct. Which is like, that's very close to the 54. Yeah. So like, I get it. Yeah. But it was going to make me mad if Joey was like determined to not leave this building because the clue must be there. But then I think Joey gave in and they did leave pretty quickly. Right. Which is good because it was going to And they met a very nice lady that was like super helpful. She's like, you're not going to miss it. It's very like apparent yeah. like that's it's, where you want to go it's an old building in chicago like it doesn't it's a water fit tower. in yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so th- the teams seem pretty even with yeah but they're all going to different ones at different times yeah. so like that's where it's kind we of we don't like, see any overlap tell. yeah yeah it does seem like brooke and scott are kind of in the lead and it does very much feel that team lolo are slowly drifting back of the pack very much so which Honestly, it doesn't surprise me. No, and it feels very much like how they've played the game so far, yeah, too. Yeah, they just... They've just done challenges to get them done. Yes. Like, not to beat anybody. Right, which is not what you want to do on the last leg. Right. So, once they retrieve all three postcards, they go to the City Hall rooftop. And when I saw this, I very much felt like you would be very into this. Oh, I knew, like, all those species of plants on the rooftop. I love I worked that. with them all summer last year. So, uh, teams must travel to the City Hall rooftop where they will need to find the garden. In the garden, they will need to exchange the three postcards to a beekeeper to find their next clue. I was a big fan. I thought that was so cute. Yeah, it was a really cool garden, too. It was like a rooftop garden with a bunch of native prairie species. And so many bees. So many bees. And I liked it. On the show, I think they called it, like, the, like, Chicago's beekeeper. Like, Uh, specifically. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cute. Yeah. He just seemed like he was having a great time. (laughs) Yeah. See, it's so weird because it's, like, like, the just, like seeing that beautiful like rooftop garden and then skyscrapers everywhere oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so brooke and scott are the first up there trade their postcards for a clue and the next challenge is to go to wrigleyville hot dogs a little hot dog stand pick up 10 hot dogs and deliver them to a rooftop stadium like seating which i was baffled by i've i don't think this is the first time that i've seen this situation before but it's like fully an apartment building with Wrigleyville like stands on top mm-hmm. like right next to the field and I was like can you imagine living there I think that's like very cultural like that's like a like Chicago if you thing. live there you go to the games kind of deal yeah often and I think maybe that's like I don't know if those are when you do that you get tickets from Wrigley or if it's like the apartment it's like a thing the apartment does like they have it on top of there like as, like, a perk. Like, oh, you can see Wrigley, like, Stadium from here. I don't think so. I think they like sell tickets to the public. Right. And they also had, um, on the rooftop, they get to meet Ernie and Cindy, who are the winners of Amazing Race 19. Mm-hmm. Not one of the teams recognized them. I thought Scott and Brooke might, because they described themselves as super fans earlier on in this episode. Yeah, no. And they had a kid. It was cute. They did have a kid. Um, And it was sweet. And it was, like, they were the ones that had the clue. And it was just very funny to me that, like... I think they probably should have said in the clue that, like, that's what was happening so that they could get I a I think they were probably disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I would be. But they're Chicago natives, so that's why they were yeah, there. And I thought that right. was very cool that the race is, like, bringing people back. Uh-huh. Like, in, like, it's, like, a weird thing. Like, CBS does that a lot with Big Brother, too. Yeah. Where they, like, not even just, like, to be on the show to just, like, like be cameo. a part of something. Like, yeah. a cameo. Like, that's a challenge fun. here, a challenge there kind of deal. Maybe we so, should watch 19 at some point. Maybe we should. Connections. Ooh. <laughs> We can just connect our way through every single season. Right, I will say, um, when they're throwing... So they're, like, throwing the hot dogs at these people in these stands. And, like, the hot dogs are, like, coming out of their paper. That was just with one team. It was very funny. Because, like, Brooke and Scott were very, like, calm about it. But once, uh, 
London Logan get to the rooftop, London just like said, throwing hot dogs and it, it did explode out of its wrapper all over some poor lady. <laughs> um, but Brooke and Scott seem to get there like pretty far ahead of everyone else. So oh, yeah. at this point in the episode, I think we kind of understand what's going to happen. Um, but we're not done yet. No, no, no. Uh, so, yes. There's get... one more big challenge, which is, like... It's the... the challenge of the season. The challenge, which is the memory challenge that they do every single season. Yes. So, Brooke and Sky get their tickets, Wrigleyville tickets, which is their clue to the next challenge after walking these hot dogs over to the stands. And they go down to into the stadium for their next challenge. Right. So, teams... Uh, while one teammate is communicating via one-way radio from the press box, the other teammate will have to enter Wrigley Field's hand-turned scoreboard where the names of cities they have previously visited are located. Their partner on the radio will have to communicate where each city is on the scoreboard while one, the one in the scoreboard places their placement of the leg where, when they visited that particular city. Uh, once they have their placements correct, they will need to solve an equation, which will direct them to one of the aisles where they will find their next clue. Mm-hmm. Lots of steps. Yeah. So, like, things that are complicated about this. Um, it's a one-way radio. Yeah, so you can't communicate back and forth. Right. Secondly, um, the cities are in alphabetical order, not in, like, not race in order. Not order, yeah. This is where you can see in this season, I think a lot more than other seasons, you can see people writing in these little notebooks. Oh, yeah. A lot. It's like, this is important. Like, this is where you find those things. Um, I think the worst ones are when they do the person that's standing with Phil at the leg. Yes. Like, on the mat. Like, <laughs> yes. where you have to, like, match that and they'll, like, do them in different outfits and they'll be like, which one was which? Like, that's fine. Yeah. So, I guess if this was, if we were running the race... We would definitely, like, keep track of all this stuff. But, like, what would we be keeping track of? It would be the country flag, the country, the person standing with Phil. But also, how do you do that? You just describe them, I guess, because you can't take yeah. pictures. And then, so what you do is you do, like, order. I think you do order of the challenges also. Describe the challenges to yourself. Yes. Um, you have to do the placement of other people also. I think you have to do that. When people were eliminated, you have to you have to basically write down everything that happens. Yeah, and then I'm sure the, teams the compare stop, notes least. too, like where well, they're probably. like, "What happened on yours?" or like, "What happened on yeah. this one?" But then also like for the f- this challenge in season thirty two, it was music based, which is awful. Yeah, no. terrible. That was a bad challenge. That was hard because how do you even you can't write that down exactly? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, maybe that's the point of it, is that they were trying to get away from that because people, like, know what's coming. I think the mm-hmm. flags are the really important thing because flags are a lot of the time what yeah. happens. And yeah. then placement is big, too. You just have to remember your placement. Right, right, right. Which is, like, especially when you've done this all in three weeks or whatever it is, four weeks, like, back to back to back, it's got to be very stressful. Yeah. So, Brooke, once again, is very calm, cool, collected about this challenge, which is why they do so well. Right. Like, this is crazy yeah like, these last two episodes like yeah brooke and scott i'm like i literally i texted zach because we were watching separately because i was doing stuff today and he was busy also so busy busy <laughs> it's a sunday it's a sunday i had to work it's busy season <laughs> so i was watching it and i texted him i was like is this do i like brooke like what's going well, that's on that's what i kind of said all season i think we would like her outside of a competition reality show <laughs> yeah like 
she seems kind of great in this episode. Yeah. Like, very, like, even though she was, like, having trouble running, it was, like, you, she explained why she was she feeling said, I don't want to feel like an idiot. Yeah, she's, like, I don't want to feel like I'm holding you back or, like, whatever. And she's, she like. she has not done this whole season. She's never explained herself. She's just, like, had outbursts. Right. And I think maybe the, she must, there must have been, like, a rest leg or something between, like, uh, Vietnam and Korea. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably what it was. Is she just, like, woke up had on the right side days. of the bed. Yeah. Like, she, she's had a good couple days. Like, and they get through it. And I think, um, the other thing about this is that it's the cities, not the countries. And that's yeah. what I remember, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, difficult. I feel like this would be very stressful. It didn't seem like it at all. I mean, as far as the edit went. I mean, once London and Logan get there, they're very stressed out. Like, they seemed, like, very, yeah. like, they couldn't really get it. Like, they didn't understand. I think when London and Logan are doing it, London is the one uh, talking on the radio. Yeah. She doesn't understand that he can't see, like, what she can see. Yeah, so, getting a little bit ahead. So, yeah. Brooke is the one telling Scott what to do, and they work very well together. Yes. Um... So, yeah, they get through this challenge, and while uh, Brooke and Scott are almost done with this challenge, they can see that Tara and Joey are just delivering their hot dogs. Because mm-hmm. you can see the stands from the field, all that right. stuff. Which is a, probably a good feeling for them, though. It's like, we're pretty far ahead at this point. Right, because they were almost done with it at that point. Yeah. I will say something else that I wanted to bring up. Um, as we live in a pandemic at this moment... I saw this, I don't know if it was on Twitter or TikTok or something, and I was really feeling it when we were watching this, like, when they were walking through the stands looking for their clue. Yeah. I was like, I really feel like after everything that's gone on in the last year, I think we will reevaluate how close we were allowing people to be to us at all times. Oh, yeah. Like, these chairs are so small, and they're on top of each other. We had this like, conversation yesterday. I was like, why were buffets ever allowed to happen? Like, why? Like, what? I, okay, so I went to Chipotle today. Um, and I literally, like, I was ordering my food, and this older guy was, like, all up on my business. Like, he was, like, right next to me, even though there were dots. He was, like, so close. Like, he was basically, like, like his arm was, like, touching my arm, and I was like, dude. Like, back up. I wanted to say something, but I am too Midwestern nice. Yeah. So I just, like, backed away from the thing. So I wasn't, like, next to him. But I was like, why did we think we needed to be so close to people all the time? Like, why was that ever a thing? We have so much space here. Like, and those, like, like, that that stadium? Like, why? Yeah. It's weird. It freaked me out. It also, I think, when they were in Chicago, I had one of those moments again where I was like, nobody's wearing a mask. And I was like, no, this is four years ago. Yeah. It's not correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to take adjusting, but... Right. Anyway, so Brooke and Scott are pretty far ahead. They finish the challenge, um, go down to home plate, solve the equation, go to get their clue, just running through the motions at this point, which is when Tara and Joey start the scoreboard challenge. Yes. Um, Tara was doing something funny, which she just kept saying, um, put three here and hurry up. <laughs> As if Joey was like gonna do anything different right exactly it was very funny and i think it was just it was also really interesting to see the like like the hand done like scoreboard it's pretty cool like it was very cool and it was like i don't know this whole like i like the race where you get to see like inside stuff like that where it's like you'd never see that ever yeah it was very cool um so they also don't do very bad at this challenge they just have to go through the motions of doing it yeah Um, i think london and logan do struggle 
Yeah. Um, at one point, London looks out her binoculars and there are caps on it. <laughs> that was <laughs> that very was funny. Very, very good. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, no, yeah. sweetie. And also, London was talking to Logan as if Logan could see the, like, order of the cities. But, like, you can't see that from the inside of the scoreboard. And it took her a minute to figure out that he couldn't talk back to her. Yeah. Like, yep. it was So, not... she kept going, testing, testing, can you hear me? It's like, just no response. Cause... Right. And then she's like, is there a button I need to press? You're doing it. Just Stress. keep going. Yeah. Um, so Brooke and Scott get their get their clue, and they leave. Like I said, as Tara and Joey, uh, show up, and they find out they're headed to the pit stop, which is where you get excited. This is a really good moment every single season. Is I haven't at least I haven't watched a season where there's like been a foot race to the finish line. Yeah, it's not. It's very rare. Yeah. That it would be that close. Like, sometimes they'll have challenges where you can almost see the finish line when you're at the challenge. Like, it's at, like, basically oh, the same sure. place. Oh, sure. So it's, like, the final, like, final challenge. Yes. Yeah, so... And that is also very stressful. But this is oh, nice yeah. because you kind of get to have, like... And then the editing, they get to give them, like, a... Like, a... What is that called? Um, where they look back on the season again, like, while they're running to the pit oh, stop. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's very cute. Like, they do with an elimination. Like, the, yeah. oh, we had so much fun and blah, blah, right, blah. Right. Yeah. So, it's a very, like, very sweet, genuine moment when the team who is seemingly in first place reads that they're going to the finish line. And they just go, like, we're going to do it. And it's it's very fun. And so they know that they're in first. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, just nice. Yeah. It's very sweet. So they're off to the pit stop, or the finish line, um, and then we cut to Tara and Joey uh, finishing the challenge, finding their clue, but, I mean, it's it's apparent that they're not close enough to make it, like, dramatic. Oh, yeah. Um, so once Tara and Joey find their clue is when Team Lolo starts the challenge, so, I mean, this happens every single finale, like, teams are never really that close to each other. I mean, as far as I've seen. Yeah, and you can, I think, once you get to this final challenge, like, the writing is on the wall, you can kind of see what's happening after, like, the first challenge or two. Yeah. Like, you can really tell, like, who's where. There's not a lot of, there was not a lot of overlap. Like, Brooke and Scott started in the front, like, this time and ended. Stayed there. Like, stayed there. And, like, that was just, like, kind of how it went. Yeah. Like, understandable. Yeah, so we don't spend much time with London and Logan at the challenge just because... We Third can place. cut to people winning. Yeah. So, yeah, we get the edit, or the the montage of, this race has been so fun, blah, 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 blah. And then Scott and Brooke running to the finish line, and Brooke was booking it. She was running the fastest I've ever seen her run this entire season. Sprinting. Yeah. So excited. So, we have a winner. Um, did we see this coming? Absolutely not. Absolutely, because I knew the winner before the season started. <laughs> Don't, you can't reveal secrets. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I did watch this season a long time ago. I did not know what happened in between, but I did know that Brooke and Scott won. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I this was like, I think you maybe, we had like stopped watching The Amazing Race for some reason, like super because religiously. Because I like, moved, moved Yeah, on. it was yeah. like something like that, or like. We stopped hanging out because we were not allowed to hang out with each other anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sometimes. And so... I remember I texted you. I was like, I'm watching this episode, and I'm I'm watching this season, and I'm so frustrated. Yeah. The worst team won. And I think now re-watching it, I can kind of see the redemption. And I think now that we've, like, kind of talked through it, yeah. I'm, like, happy they won. Like, I think that... I feel okay about it. Yeah, like, I feel, like, good. I, I feel, feel like... better about it now than I would have maybe, like, five episodes ago. Right, exactly. And I think that's, like... 
Especially, like, the change in Brooke. And I think... Yeah. I don't remember... I read this somewhere. I can't remember. Maybe Reddit or something. Where somebody was talking about, like, the the path that Brooke and Scott, Scott take. It goes from, like, Brooke saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. To, like, you feel a change in their relationship. And a yes. shift to, I will do this. I can do this. We will do Which... this. Like is a theme in the winner of any reality show. Right. It's the it's the evolution and the development throughout the competition. Right. It's very like like and I mean the editing really helps with this a lot. Like Yeah. I mean it it is obviously this is what happened and I'm sure other teams also had this development yeah. where they like were struggling and then they like pulled it together but like them winning I feel like is a very It's justified a little more. It's justified and it also like it talk it seems like there's a lot about overcoming like overcoming adversity overcoming like arguments overcoming like a whether, hard relationship whether like, or not you think you're doing it or not brooke fully she did that like she really did i, I mean, mean there was like, a lot of times where scott was dragging her by her collar through every single challenge but she did it right exactly and it's like you really think about it like there are a few times where brooke had like really hard challenges like the ladle for example oh yeah like difficult but she was a competitor like she she was like the one to beat a couple of times like she if, would like yeah, go through if things if it was something quickly. she was comfortable with and felt like she could do good at she was excelled yeah yeah like she was like pretty good and i think sometimes uh people show love differently people like yes. definitely like show like their emotions very differently yes some people are allowed about like how they feel some people like tara Tara's very different. Like, Tara does Until not... Until she's pushed into a corner, Tara was, like, calm, cool, collected. Right. And so it's, like, Tara doesn't freak out. Tara doesn't yell. But, like, I think Brooke, in order to feel heard, that's just what she would do. Outburst. And I think... Outburst. Which is, like, different. It's not, It's just like, different. It's just a different way of showing those emotions. Was it annoying? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think it's just, like, that's how they made it through and that's how they got there. They did. They did the damn thing. Yeah, I'm kind of proud of Brooke. Like, I feel, like, weirdly proud of her. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this show specifically doesn't really have a lot of redemption arcs just because it's not, like, a very social game. Right. Like, with different competitions, we see them, like, start out bad and make it better. Right, whereas this competition, you start out bad and you go home. Yeah. Like, and I think that's kind of the difference here is, like, I think Scott and Brooke, it seems to me like they, like, they'll be friends after this. Like, yes. even if they had, like, such a hard time, which is, like, five episodes ago, you would have thought they'd never speak again. But, like, right. now at the end, it feels very much like, even if they had gotten well, the second pressure's or third. Off. Right. Even right. if they had gotten second or third, it seemed like they would be friends. Right, 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 right. So, also, the only reason I knew that they won is because I accidentally looked it up. <laughs> like, I was looking for the wiki to, like, look at challenges like Morgan's been doing all season, and... As soon as I looked up the season's wiki, it immediately had, like, the elimination order. Oh. I was like, God dang it. Like, this is not what I wanted to do. No. no. Yeah. Very but good, not a big deal. Um, it was still really fun to watch. I like the twist. The casting twist. Yeah. Um, oh, I should say, Atera and Joey get second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And London and, and Logan get third. Third. Also, Proud we get them. to see... This is... I don't know why they always edit the finish line in such a weird way with, like, the other competitors there. Because none of the other competitors speak. It's just them smiling oh. and clapping, and it's very weird. I will say, yeah. I just wanted to point out, um, Jesse and Francesca were there. Um, buff. Just built. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and they're all wearing, like, active clothes. Like, they're gonna run. Like, it's just a it's very odd... Gear. 
Like, it's just a very odd, like, setup Dressed every time. Dressed theme. Theme. Yeah. Very much theme. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What are your favorite parts about this season? Favorite I think definitely parts. Beck and Floyd. Oh, yeah, Beck and Floyd. Team fun. Team, Team fun, fun stoppable. Um, I liked... I just liked seeing, like, the relationships kind of evolve. Yeah, I was hoping for more development because it felt like by episode two or three that the relationships between teams was like solidified like whether it was good or bad like it didn't really change past episode two or three right and i will say it's like this like format and the challenges that they go through on their show it very much either pulls people together or pushes people apart hard right and i think we saw like there were teams like Back and Floyd, it pulled them together so, so hard. hard. Uh, like Tara and Joey, it pulled them together like so they had hard. known each other for their entire yeah, lives. I like I said it before. I feel like if they were married, I would have believed it. Right, exactly. Whereas like other mm. challengers, like Shamir and Sarah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Shamir had a blowout and couldn't deal with his massive schlong getting put into that harness. So Sarah was just like there by default. Right, and I think this like the Stranger season also shows like. There are certain differences you can overcome. Yeah. But, like, like with Vink and Ashton, like, there are some people that you just will not get along with. And But they fully knew that, too. Right. And they tried their best, and they just, like, you know, they got... Unfortunately, they made enemies. Yeah, exactly. So... Where it's, like, and, like, it's... Also, it says a lot about first impressions. Yeah. Like, first impressions are, like... Everything. When exactly. you're not spending time with your competitors, like, on a daily basis, like, you're not have anything else to base it off of right i mean it was a good season it was a good season i was like it was it was different for sure yeah on a scale of like the family season to the best season it was pretty far up there oh yeah for sure i think we'll probably end up doing like a master ranking of like all of Mm. our seasons i'm gonna be honest i think i maybe liked this season better than season 32 yeah i missed the drama in season 32 this, there was a lot of drama in this season. There was. <laughs> when I think that's just, like, the other part of it is, like, sometimes in the race it feels like people are uh, pulling families apart. <laughs> like, people get so frustrated and that stresses me out. Whereas Like, like siblings and family yeah, relationships? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, that is very stressful. Yeah. In uh, this one, not so much. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was um, good. We should announce now, I guess, our next season, starting next Tuesday, will be season 31. All-Stars. second season of All-Stars. Yes, very exciting. Yes. Um, we will see familiar faces in Becca and Floyd. Yay, very excited. Yeah. Good. Well, yes. Yes. Very That's fun. the plan so far. So far. Ready? Um, I think we'll take about a week off and then we'll be back. Let's do that. That's... I do think we might have to talk about doing an All-Star season before you've met any of the other teams on the All-Star season. I mean, I know some of them because some of them are big brother people. Yeah. I also think it'd be difficult to watch all of their respective seasons before the All-Stars season. See, that's what I'm saying. So what we could do is maybe we'll do All-Stars, and if we have a favorite team, we can go back to their original season. There you go. I think that would be fun. No rules. No rules. We if make you keep rules. your expectations low, you'll never be disappointed. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening to yeah. season 29 with us. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, at Amazing Recap. Follow our pinned tweet, send us a voice message. Um, send us a message on Twitter if you so choose. Um, offer your input. We're always looking for input. We like opinions. Yes. Um, just know that our opinions are the only ones that really matter at the end of the day. Very true. We are going to do what we want. <laughs> Shout out to my grandma. <laughs> uh-huh. Shout out to 2021. 
Yeah, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be an amazing year. Amazing weekend. <laughs> All right. Okay, bye. <laughs> Talk to you. Bye. Bye.